Okay. Here we go. Uh, welcome to Weird Awkward Cool. I am John. I'm Rowdy Raya. And uh, this and week, Canada. you know, we, we couldn't have a, a Black History Month without my player partner from another mother, uh, DJ from uh, from the South with Love. How's it going, brother? Hey, man. What's good? Uh, what's good, y'all? It's, it's great, to, great to be here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, definitely uh, listened uh, quite a bit, man. So cool to, to connect, do a nice little crossover pod. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, shout out to y'all, man. I've been doing, I'm doing y'all thing, man. So, hey, man, I'm, I'm excited to hop into it with y'all, man. And get into some some weird, awkward, and some cool topics. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It, it, it's a lot of them going around. Wow, that that was fabulous, DJ. Oh, <laughs> that was fabulous. Yeah, uh, so let's uh, kick it off. Uh, shout outs. So you had a, a shout out, uh, Ryan. <laughs> Child, the mayonnaise community has done it again. Um, so yeah, shout out to the mayonnaise outburst that happened at my job this week. So it happened on Friday. Um, everybody was minding their business, um, mask on for the most part. So you know, some of the other people who don't believe it, you know, they don't wear masks. Um, but it was very quiet. Um, I just purchased my Ivy Park, got the early release, so your girl is very, very happy, so nice and quiet and peaceful, and then all of a sudden, one of the mayonnaise people who work at my job, aka the snow roaches, aka snow fleas, aka, you know, the translucents, um, one of them decided to outburst, and you know what they said? Why is America Wait, so black? Oh. What? <laughs> that part. Um, I don't know why they said that, but all the black people was like, look, we all gave us the signal, like, if shit pop off, we ain't gonna die first. <laughs> Cause I started packing up my shit just in case. I was like, all right, well, you know, these these white people have lost their mind. Um, and even my, my, um, yeah, my supervisor's like, who was that? Who said that? He's like, we don't do <laughs> outbursts in the, in the office. We don't do outbursts that we might, uh, we do may that. or may not agree with in the office. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. He couldn't say that. He couldn't say that. He just said, we don't do outbursts in the office. And he, and he closed the door. Child, HR is right around the corner. So I was like, please, please, please. But I low-key wanted to say, you know, tell me more. Give me more. Why Why is America black? Because last time I checked, you didn't have you know, a problem with me working here in this America. But you got something else to say. Let me know. Trust me. Trust me. Mm-hmm. You don't want no problems with me. That's, that's wild. Yeah. yeah, so what happened? It- the, you know, he, they just let him rock. He just stayed, kept on working. Yeah, because no one could figure out who said it. So we just kept working. <laughs> we, but the black people was like, oh, one by one, we left early. That child left by 4 30. As crazy. you should have. As you should have. All right. Next shout out. Um, shout out to Hair Plugs. Um, you know, Hair Plugs for men. Uh, for those who don't know, there was a picture surfacing around social media mm. of uh, Tory Lanez. Mm. And um, 
I guess he was playing basketball or doing something, but with no mask uh, on. Let's talk about no that. mask, and he uh, his roof was missing. <laughs> he had like a, a full uh, afro, but you know, it was like patches. You know, it, it was looking real bad. He is not a stranger to saying that he uh, got his hairline and hair fixed. Uh, but you know, just seeing that picture made me wonder why did he just come home? Why did he just, you know, cut the the malarkey and and just cut it all off? Cut the malarkey? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yes, malarkey. You saw his hair? Yeah. (laughs) Woo! I can can see his thoughts. Child, you can see his brain. (laughs) I can see his thoughts how how ball he was. You can see the stress <laughs> of how the lawyers get into his ass. <laughs> you know how you know how bad it was is that he had a solid hairline. That shit was crispy, right? Crispy. Whatever. Say roof missing. Uh, Rick yeah, Ross said roof was missing. missing. Roof was a mess. That the shingles was falling off. Child. So I'm. A- I'm gonna use this this uh this shout out in this Black History Month uh special episode the you know to to just uh you know uh implore my brothers to come home. LeBron James. Okay. Come home. Okay. I know you got money, but it, it it should be looking like that too. Um Tory Lanes, we're not really fucking with you, but come home. Not my uh, home, but Doc Rivers. <laughs> Uh, you know, you've been you've been uh front front of the head, bald in the back, uh for a very long time. You know, he 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 had the the Chris hairline, but the, he's bald. You know, all the way back. You know, so he need to come home. You know, uh, who else? So so wait 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 before you go further, before you start listing off a whole bunch of people need to come home. When you say come home, what do you refer to? Oh, to uh, become bald. Just, okay. Just bald it all up, you know, just. Bald, bald it all up. Yeah, you know, just go ahead. Just Take them right don't up. leave a, a follicle of hair. <laughs> <laughs> because, it, you know, your hair is, is, is working against you now. That's that's what that means. I think it's, it's keeping you outside. Age is working against you, child. Yeah. And genetics, because <laughs> mm. clearly your your um, lock method is not clearly working, <laughs> or your do rag stopped working a long time ago. I don't know. I was man. Like, I gotta. I gotta say, this is like one of the first times I really took a good look at this, and and and, and wow, I, I didn't I didn't know it was this bad. I, I think I, I heard about it. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was kind of, um, but but the memes are. The, 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 the memes are relentless. They're ruthless. So it, it's, this is uh, this, this is rough stuff, right? Here. Yeah, com- coming home is um, why not just keep in a hat? Then you like like a, like a you know like a small little you know what I'm saying you can throw like a little like a dad cap with an Adidas you know just something. you know what I mean this is um, this is this is like a celebrity basketball on camera in front of the world like dog like you gotta you, you gotta come for, what, who's what, where's your team at you know in your corner you know what I'm saying like you gotta have somebody there. You know what I'm saying? At least, at least, at least, guiding you along the way. Hey, no, it's not a good look. You know what I'm saying? You can't have too many yes men in your corner. This you know, he could consult them little girls. He be talking to to get a wig. That's true. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> That's right. This is this is when yes men go wrong. 
Uh, hell yeah. yeah. Like, just like Shane said, where are your friends? Where are your friends? Your friends don't give a fuck about you, clearly. I don't, I don't care about you. I did see a, a hilarious video of uh, uh, shout out to Mr. Com- Commodore. He he does uh, like uh, IG videos. He did a video where uh, it was like Boys in the Hood, but instead of Ricky, it was Tory Lanez getting shot. Uh, his his the top of his hair shot off. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> Oh. That's right. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> but the dude was like, Tori! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Not Tori. Oh, man. That is, that is rough. <sighs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, just come home. No prayers to you, you know. This is, you, you, you know. He's stressed. That's all. It's stress. It's, it's stressful it's stress. times. Yeah. yeah, man. Uh, so uh, next shout out, uh, a baseball player uh, got a big, big ass payday. Uh, who was that? Uh, D. Yeah, bro. So you know Fernando Tatis Jr. You know what I'm saying? I obviously throwing a little bit of a sports angle. You know what I'm saying? But I tell you, man, I, just seeing that that check, bro. Uh, 14 years, 340 mil. I've never seen nothing like that. Um, and it kind of goes to that to that point, you know what I'm saying? What? It's just like, damn, like I think you know a lot of brothers are playing the wrong sport. Okay, like baseball, you get you get what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you talk about football players out here, you know what I'm saying? We're like you know having to having to strike, you know, just to get guaranteed money. These boys out here getting guaranteed three forty, bro. That's like you got to be a got to be a be an owner if you get another one of them contracts, like like own a team, <laughs> damn near. So that's just like. Hey man, you know, hey, this is uh, this is one of our, our our island brothers, you know what I'm saying? But hey man, it's another another melanated brother getting uh setting his family up for success. So hey man, you know, I, I just gotta shout that out. Uh, that's generational, uh, life changing, um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, fortune changing, you know, uh, amount of money there. So hey man, shout out to that man because that's the only that's what changes the life of a lot of people. I I have a question. <clears throat> is he single? <laughs> Um, you know i mean i don't know Um, i would imagine so because he's very young he's 22 um see look at that he's still he's still got another contract in in in, uh in his future yeah i mean at the end of this deal he'll only be what like 30 something you know what i'm saying like hey time you up again (laughs) you know like that's 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 wow. That's that's amazing, bro. So hey, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm officially feeling old too, bro. Because I remember the dad played. I was watching the dad when I was coming up. So I'm like Fernando Tatis, like senior. So I'm like, damn, like I'm I'm that old that his son is signing this kind of check. Shit, you know what I'm saying? It, it just put it in perspective, bro. Yeah, time is changing. Well, you know, it's time to you know train the babies now. You know, they in the house, child. You can teach them, you know, start doing 100 push-ups every day. Put so. the footballs down, okay? Pick yeah, that back. Yeah, Sean, he is a fetus. <laughs> oh yeah, he he a baby child. That's why I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a little. Shout out to shout out to him. Uh, oh, he's the auntie, I'm here for him. Shit. 
yeah, you could be a little cougar, a little, little pimp. No, you know, I said auntie. Little... That's a difference. Hell no. Uh, Keyword. Uh, okay, auntie. so real quick before we get to this next shout out. So auntie, you know, this new term that we we're calling our, our uh, some of our black women. Yeah. Uh, aren't they also can be cougar, cougars too? It, but oh, it depends. But usually, auntie, usually auntie is referred to somebody as like a like a almost a mentor in a sense. Like we call Michelle mm. Obama our auntie, or just got our auntie. Like you know, people be like like successful black women who you want to be. But then there are the aunties like Cynthia Bailey, who you know some people they like her because her behind she could be a cougar. I'm just All right. saying. Ava right. Duvernay. She seems like what a, a cougar what type. a damn minute. What a damn minute. <laughs> Ava Duvernay. As a as a cougar? I'm not saying that I, I would get hunted or I would, you know, fall into the trap. I'm just saying that maybe it seems that, you know, she she making big movies. She might want, you know, a little something a little something would make her feel alive. I don't know. You know, I'm I am i am minding my business on that though. <laughs> she said she's sliding them DM. <laughs> Oh I yeah, can't I can't. Yeah, call yeah. Her. I know. I know you'll slide, Shanna. Shanna says she'll slide. She'll slide Ava Duvernay's DMs. She's a whole zaddy. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Next name. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, All right. So uh, next shot. Child. <laughs> uh, moving along. Uh, pandemic babies. Oh man! Oh, never mind. <laughs> um, you have a baby, baby? It's a, it's a lot of them. Oh yeah. no! I mean, uh, you have you you are a, a product of having a pandemic baby. Is that definitely, you know? Definitely did that. Um, you know, it is. Um, you know, I think a lot of people. You know, don't realize that, man, you know, life, life continues, you know what I'm saying, just because everybody's been locked down. And I think, you know, one of the interesting things that has come up in this boom that we've had very recently is, you think about people, the baby that's being born now, that's been since people been locked down. So you're talking about these couples that have been, you know, stuck in the house, you know what I'm saying, not a lot to do, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, a lot of times, you know, like, oh, man, hey, I don't need it. Some, some people don't even want to go to the grocery store, you know, they don't, don't want to, you know, go grab no scrap necessarily, you know what I'm saying? So hey, a lot of times, you know, have two people in the house, you know what I'm saying? That that, that can go down. So you know what I'm saying? You seen a big boom, you know what I mean? So I mean, like you talk about exactly nine months ago, where were we at? We were at the house. So hey, man, it's uh, it's it's been it's been a uh, you know it's been a whirlwind, man. We have seen a lot of them popping up left and right, but you know, that's just uh, it, it, it's a whole new world. Dog. I mean, have y'all been seeing like some of what y'all been seeing? I've seen a lot of people post to y'all. You know yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. I see some uh, some people that I, I've known uh, differently from the beginning of this, the exception of this show. Uh, now having you know uh, a kid during the pandemic. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's crazy. I think it's very interesting. We were talking about this a little bit pre-show, but like the dichotomy between. You know, somebody who is, you know, being quarantined, quote unquote, you know, as a single person versus someone who's being quarantined, like with a family. You know what I'm saying? And I think 
you know, I, I think in a lot of ways, it's a very interesting conversation because, you know, some people, you know, it, it's positives to both. Um, and, you know, both of them have their, have their challenges as well. So, um, you know, one thing I can say as uh, somebody who has, you know, a few folks up in here, um, you know, hey, you're never lonely. Not, not, not ever. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, it, it, it is, uh, it, it, it is always, it's always something going on. It's always, uh, you know, hey, daddy, hey, daddy, hey, daddy. It, it, it's always, hey, it, it, it never, it never gets old, but I'm telling you, it, it never stops either. So, hey, man, you know, and then that in comparison to, you know, some of you guys, I mean, I, I don't know how it, how it's been, but I'm sure, you know, you, you might not be getting, you know, um, you know, a thousand requests to play a day, you know, maybe, maybe that might not be going on. Y'all. Is that- <laughs> Wait a minute. A thousand requests to play. What you mean by that? Daddy, daddy, can play. Hey, daddy. Whoa, you got a different. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you, sh- you saw, you saw your hair right there, uh, right? <laughs> what, what type of what type of play dates you get invited to? See, yeah, it, that, that's a switch up right there. You know, you know, you know, the yeah. Me, me and Jesus, we be, we that's it. Me and Jesus play date. <laughs> That might be a title. No! No! <laughs> oh, we done found it. Me and no. Jesus got a play date. Oh, damn it. That's, that's the one. Yeah. No. Oh, you a guest. Uh-uh. <laughs> we found it. Well, shout out to all the babies out there um, made in the pandemic. Now for what's weird. <laughs> it's a Columbia professor that uh, is a... Uh, Everyday heroin user? Child, yes. Um, let's get into it. So um, Dr. Carl Hart um, is supposedly, allegedly, a brilliant university professor of psychology and neuroscience. Um, and he also appeared in the Netflix documentary recently on the history of crack cocaine, especially in the, in an, uh, in the 80s. But... He also proclaimed that he uses heroin <laughs> every day. Heroin. Heroin, like my grandma say. <laughs> uh, he's 54, uh, married of three. Um, he says that he admits to snorting small amounts of it um, as many as 10 days in a row. Oh wow! Yes, yes, just, Shan. Just, crack is whack. Crack little, is cheap. Just get a little. He makes too much for the crack. <laughs> Whitney Houston up this hole. That was uh, that was a lot. Um, yeah, <sighs> I think one of the most interesting parts of that story was the fact that it says this is the complex piece that I'm, I'm referring to here. Um, he ins- but he insists he does not have a drug problem as he's able to fulfill his obligations and responsibilities as both an educator and family man. Now, one line from the book, emphasis on line, that I found pretty interesting. Wait a minute, there's a book? He (laughs) wrote a book? book. This is where this came from. So apparently it was uh, in his new book, Drug Use for Grown-Ups, Chasing Liberty in the Land of Fear. Okay, I'm sorry. Now, one of the lines that stuck out apparently in this article of the book was that he said, you know, there aren't many things in life that I enjoy more than a few lines by the fireplace at the end of the day. 
I pay my taxes, serve as a volunteer in my community on a regular basis, and continue to the global community as an informed and engaged citizen. I am better for my drug use. I mean, that is, hey, I guess that is perspective. I don't know. Um, but hey, man, you know, this is uh, somebody who, you know, apparently has been able to somewhat function, somewhat, um, you know, throughout all this. I did not think that there was a such thing as a functioning heroin user, but hey, you know, see something new every day. I've never heard no smart crackhead before. <laughs> this is so funny. No, I, I, def- <laughs> I've, I have. You know how, how many uh, resourceful things that they have, have done? Tell me more, John. Tell me more. You never heard of a, a of a, a crackhead being able to to solve mo- most issues. Maybe maybe there there's uh depending on where you grow up. I, knew, I used to know a crackhead that used to fix cars all day. Could tell you what's wrong with your car. High on crack. <sighs> okay. They keep getting work too. They work for cheap. Okay, you need their coffee. I, I don't know. I want to leave my Betsy in the hands of a crackhead for more than ten minutes. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that, but you know, to each his own. If it works for you, it works for you. Yeah, that's a lot more than cleaning the windshield. He said, "I don't know about." <laughs> yeah, my crackheads like the clean windshields and do dances, um, somewhat like Michael Jackson, somewhat. <laughs> but what yeah. if he's singing to you? Man, it's levels. With, levels. With, yeah, it's levels. You know, just like black people, just like any people. Wait uh, a minute. I guess. I know we're we not repairing crack. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I was gonna say that uh, drug use and the effects of drugs is not monolithic. It affects everyone in different ways. So yeah, we have these uh, stereotypes on what we think, but. Um, some people might be no, uh, completely normal or, or high-functioning uh, on these drugs. So who knows? That brother, you know, he, he's a professor and a family man. And I guess, I guess he says that he, he can function fine on, you know, doing it 10 days in a row. So uh, Shan said he a motherfucking MacGyver. <laughs> Well, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord. Well, you know, prayers, prayers to that brother, you know, and uh, now for some, uh, some Florida news. Woo! You know, it's been a minute, you know, um, pray for my, my, um, my state, y'all, um. So recently, um, I think either happened yesterday or the day before, for y'all, it'll be probably three or four days ago, um, two grown women, um, I think one was in the 30s and one was 44, they decided to, you know what, I'm not going to wait in line like the rest of us, or I'm not going to, you know, make sure that my grandma got her vaccine. These two women decided to dress up with a bonnet, some glasses, and and in Florida, they tried to go get a dose of the COVID vaccine, <laughs> but they got busted. They tried to pretend to be old women with a bonnet on their head? They sure did. No. Child. 
Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only reason. What, what part of Florida? You know, oh, you know, you know, you know tears of Florida. It's tears. So this is Middle Florida. This is Orlando, Orange County. Represent. Um, I don't represent that place, but <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, yeah, it's it's Orange County. Um, they tried to go to the airport there. I guess apparently they were um, hosting vaccinations, and I'm two heifers dressed up. Grown women, thir- 34 and 44. Yes. And they have good. footage of these women rolling up to get the vaccine. You know? Wow. The lengths of people are doing to get this vaccine is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Supply and demand, I guess. I guess so. They said, uh, uh-uh, we ain't gonna wait. You know, Red Riding Hood, you know, these these people. Be like the wolf and dress up like a granny. Child. I guess. <laughs> I, feel like, you know, it, I mean, I, I, I get it, you know, I think, you know, there are, it is a, you know, saying that a populace who is you know, very interested in the vaccine, but I, I feel like if there was ever one to wait on, <laughs> you know, I mean, if there was ever one to just be like, you know what, maybe I'm not going to rush on it, it's probably the quickest one ever made. Right, you know, maybe the, the one that's probably most oh, yeah. probably just find the breaks and you know, maybe just let some results roll in, you know, let let some you know side effects roll in and you know, maybe play the long game on this. Just just but not for these two ladies. They say, you know what? F all that. <laughs> well, yeah, we we trying to we trying to we trying to go out, you know. Right. They tired of wearing these masks on they on their face. They tired of social distancing. You know, tired of having to go to uh, Miami or Atlanta or Houston. They want to go to. They want to go another. They want to go to New York. They want to go to L.A. Mm. They want to mm. go to Chicago. Mm. Right. Good luck. <laughs> Next. Mm. Ciao. Um, you know, I forgot something. Um, DJ, didn't you say something about what Doctor uh, Fauci said? Recently, what do you say? Right. So about- interestingly enough, <laughs> yeah. So apparently, he's saying that now, you know, it is likely safe if you have been vaccinated. It's likely safe that you can hug a family member now. That 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 is it, not not a hundred percent. Okay. Wait a minute. Um, but you know, it's likely safe that you might be able to hug a family member now that they've been vaccinated. But you know, it's always that you know. It's always that qualifier there to where, you know, hey, let me absolve myself from any type of liability. It's, I didn't say you were safe. <laughs> you know, say, I'm saying it's likely. And even with the vaccine, it's like, hey, I'm not saying you'll be, you know, full immunization, but I'm saying you, you probably will. It's like they always, the government, man, they just always got a way to make sure they, they cover those bases, man. It, 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 it wizards with those words. But, hey, you know, I mean, that's, uh, you know, th- those are uh, just become par for the course, I guess we could say, the way they kind of, you know, Duck and dodge game, but you know that's that's just me. You know, I, I tend to go on these tangents about government regulations and things like that. But you know, hey, we're gonna keep it. You know, <laughs> I will keep it a little more chill today. You know, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I ain't hanging my granny child. Even if I, you know, do the vac, you know, do have the vaccine, I could have the antibodies and you know, be caring to somebody else, child. You know, it's just just stay home, child. You know. 
people are getting vaccinated until we are like close to 100%. I am not, I ain't trying these people out here. All right. I ain't doing it. Y'all could do it. Y'all could play in this Rona, Rona streets if y'all want to. And they have been playing in the Rona oh, streets. Oh, they've been playing. Atlanta's like the headliner. Um, <laughs> child. I mean, they, <laughs> uh, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms made a statement saying that there won't be any, uh, any parties or or anything for All Star Weekend uh, when it comes here, and pretty much the city says, "Shit, you thought <laughs> we gonna open up the pool again, child? We are open up that pool. You know, yeah. all the strip clubs gonna be all popping. Clubs. You know, club compounds gonna you know compounds, gonna be, gonna be there. You know, mansion, yeah." <laughs> Everybody, everybody popping it off, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think, hey, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna still be Atlanta. <laughs> so, hey, good luck with that. Good luck. Good luck. You know, if you need to hug somebody, hug Jesus. That's right. That's right. Amen. <laughs> uh, All right. So, um. Here's a story, another weird story that I've seen all over the timelines and stuff. You know, uh, Bootsie uh, is just going at Lori Harvey, you know. I guess call her promiscuous or, you know, in so few words Mm. and calling Michael B. Jordan a simp for wife and her. But he the same one. He the same man that said he want to see some coochie lips on live and he give out the money. <sighs> I, the correlation don't, it don't, the connection is missing. <laughs> I guess he'd rather pay for it, you know. Pay for it. Mm-hmm. The, the promiscuous. Apparently that's better. So oh, uh, that part. But, you know. Oh. <sighs> You know, as someone just, who's tried to have his back in the past, um, you know, I gotta tell you, it, it has been rough lately trying to do that. Uh, <laughs> wait, know, wait a damn minute. You still, you still looking <laughs> at Boosie? I mean, yeah, I definitely had a, had a Boosie phase. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, set it off. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, trail fan, all that. I mean, that, that's what I'm talking about at that time back then. That's that wipe me down era. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, man, um, you know, when he went down, you know what I'm saying? He was down for a minute. You know what I'm saying? A lot of, a lot of us in the, you know, the community trying to have his back. You know what I'm saying? But hey, you know, lately it's just like, bro, like, come on, man. It's like, we, we, it's like, I, I'm not going to get to the point, you know what I'm saying? Where I'm just like toxically supporting somebody. You gotta, yeah, at the end of the day, man, you know, you gotta draw that line. And that, that line got to get drawn probably about a year ago or some shit. Like, it's been a minute. A <laughs> <So>, year. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think, you know, and my man Torrance Hatch, man, you know, he just, um, you know, I think he, he, he might have lost a lot of perspective. You know what I'm saying? I thought he, I thought he had, you know, uh, learned a lot, but you know, the more he opens his mouth, it's, it, it's kind of getting, it's kind of getting rough, kind of getting very difficult <laughs> to, to, you know, speak positively about it because this is, this is a rough one. And no, he got six baby mamas. He don't even wife up. Let's talk about that. Mm. <laughs> just like, sir, you have no right. You be talking about anybody's life until you get your shit together. So that's me. I every time you pop up news, I'm just like, until you have a wife, 
Don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, Don't talk to me. It's a mess. Yeah. But hey, you know, I mean, apparently the, the Michael B. Jordan, Lloyd Harvey thing is going strong. I don't know. Uh, you know, I mean, I can I can understand if somebody might have a bit of cause to pause if they're like questioning maybe the legitimacy of it. It does seem very convenient. But like to go that far, I, come on, though. Like, I, I think that's just you know my only question about the Lori harvey and michael b jordan thing is how much the uh their personal photographer is getting paid to get some of those those uh who is, the, know, friend? Shots. Who is the best friend yeah because this the is the best friend? friend or is they did they hire somebody because they have been in a lot of places and you know it's supposed to be intimate but it's it's somebody you know taking a uh, taking a good photo too. It's not just like oh, this is the waiter taking a photo, or this is like whoever's working at this resort. It just seems like you know that's the only question. Yeah, it definitely looks like a Nikon, you know, very high high depth digital, you know, zooming in and out. You know, what I'm saying like it was edited with Final Cut Pro. Like this is like some yeah. some legitimate you know makeup breaks funny, in between you know, photos. <laughs> what is there? There how much they making though? How how much they make it to be a like a side chick, uh, a side photographer, side chick photographer? Yeah, the, you know that's that's the third in a relationship, but it's just you know they they just don't participate. You yeah, know, they, they just the they just there. <laughs> yeah, so it got to be some good benefits, you know. Probably probably like you know maybe uh. Because mm, Michael B. Jordan got some money. Let's let's just you know philosophize some of this. Uh, like maybe like fifty thousand. That's that's pretty good. Let's take some damn pictures. Or a short term situation. Yeah, this it's not like it's a lifetime thing. It's I know. Of, unless you know Lori Harvey brings a photographer in each one of her relationships. Shoot, I'd be photographing for 50000 for one night. Yeah. <laughs> I say I won't see shit. I won't like, say shit. Just you just need me, me to come. You need me to, to fly out to Jamaica to take pictures of you. Right, <laughs> you, I'd be in my own room. I, I'd do it. Shoot, I'd do it for 10000 <laughs> 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 That's right. I'm like, yes, angle. Uh-uh, tilt your head a little bit. Tilt your head a little bit. <laughs> Oh, child. Yeah, I'll be a director of them little, little films and whatever they need me to do, child. Still loans ain't cheap, so. Yeah. So. As long as this all ends with all right. coming back, hey, I'm, I'm cool. Hey, the green kill my bad. That's all I'm trying to see. Bro. I just, like, whatever career jockey you have to do to make that happen, hey, I'm just with it. Yeah, our 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 Lori Harvey trying to get her uh, acting career off, and it's oh, gonna be shit. a movie with her and oh, Michael B. Jordan. No, no, that don't it's gonna be right. this whole this whole uh, whole thing. You know, all these these visuals we've been seeing as part of this movie. That's interesting. It could that be like be some sort of Malcolm and Marie kind of. Oh yeah, like yeah, Michael and Marie. Me. Who, which I, I, I have not fi- finished yet because it's so exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> Child, I, it's a it's a very interesting uh, analysis of that movie. I feel like 
the married people who I've talked to, who I've all the married people I look at the movie, they're like, hmm, yeah, typical day. But everybody else like seems to be like, like oh man, this is a typical day for marriage. <laughs> oh no. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no. But no, but no, in all seriousness, no. I, I do think you know, and I think it was. I actually felt like it was a pretty good movie. Um, I know this is kind of a, a side note, um, but you know, I think you know it does do a good job of kind of breaking down the ins and outs of some of the, some very difficult conversations and you know some very uncomfortable conversations that kind of are able to be had and wait, honestly wait. able to find a silver lining at the end. I think that's another step. Wait, are you talking about the movie? Because I'm not done with it either. <laughs> I'm like, no, wait, no, no, wait, I'm still watching it. <laughs> I'm like, hold well, up. Okay. All, all spoilers aside, I, I apologize for that. I, I was not aware of the uh, of the spoiling nature of, of, of the conversation I was having. Oh, no. Apologies there. Uh, oh, been there you're the no, you're, you're all fine. Uh, child, but... I already know a little bit about it, child. The insecure extended episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. But so I'm just the movie we have all seen, though, you know, we'll we'll top it off. Uh, Judas and, and the Black Messiah. Woo! Keyword triggering. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And that's going to tie into our our awkward topic. But um, what y'all think of the movie? Um, first, just like Shan said, it was it was rough. I I agree. Um, but um, I did learn something because it's Black History Month. I did not know that uh, Fred Hampton, um, who was a chairman for the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther, was young. He to me he gave me a good smooth 35 40 a little bit seasoned person but for him to be 21 at the time and be that powerful let's just say um or a threat to uh, <laughs> a threat whatever um to our pretty much our justice system or our, our political system is amazing cuz some of these 21 year olds no offense to y'all some of y'all just are TikTok queens but <laughs> I'm just saying, but it it was it was eye opening, but it was also really hard to watch because yeah. some of the things, um, which we'll get into, some of the things that we're saying could be related to what's happening right now or just happened last year and uh, what a month or two ago <laughs> with the but the people, the snow roaches, um, attacking the Capitol, um. Ooh, child, I'd say it it was rough. It was rough, but it it was a great movie overall. I would say it's um like well shot, really nice. Um, yeah, good acting. Learned a lot, but it's it's great, great actor. Lakeith, child, you know, moved up on my baby daddy list a little bit. Um, a little bit still kind of triggered by the whole moaning room, but we ain't gonna talk about that. Uh, but overall, great acting, great acting. I really thought I was like in a like time like capsule, just watching what happened back then. Versus like some people feel like they're faking it. it uh, pretty much overall, the cast was amazing. So um, yeah, it's it's great, but also just yeah, don't watch this late at night and you are triggered. <laughs> By recent events, I would say not watch that. <laughs> um, yeah, um, DJ, what do you think about the movie? 
Yeah, I, mean, I thought it was interesting. I think, you know, a lot of these movies, um, a lot of times I feel like they are, um, you know, historically they, they tend to pick and choose what they, you know, want to extract and, you know, actually place into, uh, you know, these storylines. I do feel like as far as the movie's concerned, they did a pretty decent job of, uh, recapping everything. I do think they did water him down just enough. I do, one of the other things too, man, it's kind of off of Rhea's point too, how young they were. So, and that's another thing. I feel like it's, it's tough to visualize that, but it is a little different when you look at it through that prism. And if you were to get, if you, I know that's how Hollywood works or whatever, but if you were able to get somebody that literally looks like 22, 21, because it'll drive home the fact that police were fighting with kids. I mean, like these were kids. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like think about yeah. you, yeah. how, how fresh face and baby face you look when you was like 21. Like they were babies, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like they out here, you know what I'm saying? Literally in, 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 you know, full-on gunfights <laughs> with, with, with law enforcement. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, talking with that much conviction. Like, nobody, I don't right. know nobody who, at that age, was speaking with that, that sure of themselves and speaking with that much at conviction, all. that much power. You know what I mean? Like, I think, you know, I mean, Daniel Kaluuya, I mean, he did a good job, I think, you know, he's 31. But, you know what I'm saying? But, like, it is, it's, so you get it through the speech, but, like, that visual, man, it's just, like, it's nothing like it, dog. Just, like, imagining a kid, <laughs> you know what I mean, commanding, like, just, like, legions like that. It's, 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 it's insanity, dog. But, um, but yeah, man, I, I do think they did a, a good job of, uh, you know, really recapping that. I do think they, I, I was pleased that they made sure it, it was a murder, because that's exactly what it was, even though it was, you know, propagated as something else for quite some time. Um, you know, I, I'm glad they place it in there as it was. It was a murder. Bill, uh, Bill O'Neill was, you know, he, he, he was always on that, he was on that fuckery. You know what I mean? And they did a good job of that too. So, hey, man, I, I think, you know, yeah. all in all, obviously, you know, if nothing's perfect, but I think they, they did a pretty good job. Yeah, I, I would agree with that um, because <laughs> it's like you knew what's going to happen, but the Hollywood of it built up the tension, even though Every scene where everybody pressed Bill O'Neill, in my in my mind, if I was there, I was like, "This thing is bullshit." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like he yeah, that don't sound, that don't sound too convincing. It didn't sound too convincing, but you know, he he was uh he definitely had all the telltales of somebody that would tell. Yeah, uh, I feel like. Probably would have, yeah, would have made that call. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> that, that, that that one interrogation, that first interrogation, that would have been like, okay, yeah, this is this is over. <laughs> right. You know. Um, Shan said that she couldn't get through it. Um, um, it took me, it took me a minute. When I knew what was going to happen next, it like it took me longer. I only knew like you know, you know that what's going to happen, but it took me like. 20 minutes longer to watch that part because I just paused on certain parts. So I was just like, woo, woo, this is getting, this is getting heavy. My heart is yeah, heavy, and, but. And, um, it, it tied into the, the title, you know, it, oh, everything, yeah. everything, everything at the end, it was like a last supper and, you know. Yeah, and, it clicked, um, it clicked. Yeah, it clicked. I see why they named it the title, everything. I was like, oh, wow, wow. I was like, let me brace myself. <laughs> Yeah. Definitely clicked. It was a, it was a, uh, it was a, it was a good, it was a really good movie. You know, can't take that away. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. 
Yeah. The government, FBI, J. Edgar Hoover, very relentless um, in their pursuit of what they don't like or don't understand. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, yeah, I agree with you, man. They don't, and, they it don't show, and it shows that how much, you know, how many people that they had as informants throughout, you know, the Black Panther organization. It's like, it was, it was, it was real. It was, you know, they had a little, not, I wouldn't say infestation, but they did have quite a few uh, <laughs> up in there, quite a few rats <laughs> in the organization placed by the government. So, um, yeah, man. And uh, with uh, William O'Neill, you know, how he, he how he justified some of it, you know, because I saw it, the Eyes on a Prize documentary. Oh, it, it was, yeah, it, he tried, it was a weird uh, justification on what he did. He didn't so want to admit that he was a rat, that's all. Right. Yeah, so, you know... That brings us to our awkward topic. <laughs> um, Uncle Tom's. You know, that's a, a very uh, polarizing term uh, black people give each other. You know, it can mean people who uh, side with the white people over black people. As being people who who will turn their back on uh, their culture in order, you know, for their own gain or or um, stuff like that. Now, in the the context of Judas and the Black Messiah, William O'Neill was doing this because uh, he didn't want to go to jail for probably would have been like six years. Um, all together, and he ended up being being in the Black Panther Party uh, as a a rat for like maybe ten plus years. So it really brushed the question: What was worse, prison or or uh, you know servitude or snitching? Yeah, because uh, he only made well, like um. No, $200,000 is what he totally made. Yeah, the the equivalent through the the years. But to kill Fred Hampton, he made $300. That's fucked up. (laughs) That's really fucked up. It's it's fucked up. It's fucked up. So um, how y'all feel about about that term, um, Uncle Tom? Um, uh, I, I feel like... It's it depends on the situation because I feel like there's a certain thing of like it's I think it's a level of of Uncle Tomism let's just say um, where there's one there you're telling somebody the truth in order to protect like a safety of somebody else in a sense like you know let's just say your homeboy cheated but he cheated on one of your like best like friend girls or you know whatever vice versa whoever you love but you're friends with the person who's involved like child i'm gonna tell because it's just like you know that person i love both of y'all but i'm gonna tell homeboy you know homegirl whoever because you know that's just loyalty it's just like i don't want to hide something from them and then they you know turn on me that's just me that's like one level then there's a whole nother of like just just snitching for all for all your personal gain and like pretty much dude the cost of somebody's life like that's a whole level of just like uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> I don't 
I don't mess with you. If you mess with, you know, people's livelihood and, you know, I feel like that's just a disgrace. Um, and I feel like that's like a perception of Uncle Tomism where you just, you really just don't care about everybody else. You're only doing it for self-gain in a sense. So. Yeah. Cause um, one would say like in the office setting, if uh, the black people are talking about maybe a white and uh, employer like the manager or something, and then one of those black people go and tell the manager exactly what everybody said. Um, mind your business. You know this that is part. A, that yeah, part. So, you know that's that's uh, another example. Now I do remember one time in college where you know a lot of people said called this one person Uncle Tom. Because uh, at AM, there was this one dorm that had like this big porch where everybody would hang out at. Uh, and they were doing whatever there um, one evening. And then the next day, because it was, it was probably like 10, 15 people there, everybody was pretty close to each other. The next day, everybody received a letter a warning for the activities that had happened that night before. And everybody was wondering, like, how did they even know? You know, you know, you know, nobody was there. Everybody's chilling. And um, come to find out, one of the dudes that were there, he just told on people, you know, just just because he, he wanted to tell. Uh-uh. Uh, so, of course, they, they you know, because at that time, the the uh dorm dad or they called an account uh he was a white man so you uh, know he, they was like oh he's all buddy buddy with the white guy and it's like you know yeah at the end of the day you know people found out uh things happened and he he still he still said you know hey y'all shouldn't have did what y'all did you know, and you know, I wouldn't have to. I wouldn't have to had to tell. But you, but at the end of the day, sometimes it's just about minding your business. If it ain't gonna, if it ain't anything that's uh, violent or violent against people or hurting anybody, you know, or stealing or anything, you know, it shouldn't be your business, right? Child, I agree. Um, I experienced an Uncle Tom. Let's just say. <laughs> Um, in my office, uh, my previous office. Um, whoo, let me make sure I'm got my notes together. <laughs> um, so this girl in particular, um, you could tell she was playing for the team because <laughs> I'm not saying like it, it made this maybe like another conversation in the past, but. When, you know, we have our conversations with the girl, she's kind of talking like this, but then she code switches. And I'm not saying, you know, everybody, you know, I code switch, child. But um, for her in particular, she really, like, she become, you know, Bianca to Britney. Let's just say, let's just say, like, real, real, like, real switch. Like, I don't know if it's the on and off button behind her back. Um, but um child she she definitely code switch and one time this girl in particular 
was, you know, we were talking about, you know, what was going on in the situation in the office. And homegirl was like, yeah, girl, you know, da, 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 da. Tell me why the girl got pulled into the office the next day. And at the end of the conversation, she pretty much went into her little cubicle and wrote her resignation letter because the other girl snitched on her because of our conversation. Oh, wow. I said, I don't don't mess with people. And then she going to try to talk to me and was like, oh, how do you feel about the conversation? I looked at her like, I don't talk to snitches. (laughs) I don't talk to Uncle Tom. I don't talk. To, I don't do that. I don't do that because now that girl got a. You know, it took her like a whole month to find a new job, and she had to pay rent. I don't. I don't mess with people like that because it's just like, what do you gain from doing? You know, snitching. Like you ain't and, and found out she got fired three months later. So child, like, what was the point? What was the point? Other than messing the whole vibe up of the office. So. Um, I mean, I guess I can. I was I was ragging my brain trying to figure out if I had like an Uncle Tom story, um, and, and one came to mind. So I was in college, right? And you know, what I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm taking the I'm taking the course. Uh, you know, some some of my partners were in. There, you know, what I'm saying, and one of my, one partner in particular, you know, what I'm saying somebody I was cool with, right? So you know, they throw you into these these groups or these group projects, particularly at HBCUs. I don't know about everywhere, but it was in a group. You know what I'm saying? The group project. It was cool. You know what I'm saying? We had, you know, our, our various uh, parts of the assignment that we had to uh, handle. And this was a class on Tuesday and Thursday, right? Um, I was somebody who had a job. So, you know, I, I made my schedule around my, 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 my school schedule. So, hey, Tuesday and Thursday, I'm in class. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I work. You know, that's, that's normal. So, what our presser does is she basically tells us, you know, I'm, we're going to do this group project. We ain't going to have class. Y'all can have this block of time to work on your group project, right? So we do that, you know what I'm saying? It's like a, it's like a Thursday. You know, we, everybody's supposed to be there. Only like two people show up, me and him. He's supposed to be the leader of the group. I'm like, dang, bro. Oh, yeah, one other girl. It's like a group of like eight people. Only three people there. I'm like, hey, bro, hey, we here? You know what I'm saying? Let's try to get some stuff done. We got a couple things done, but it wasn't much you could do without not even half the group there. So, you know what I'm saying? We had like one more week to do this. This man like literally hits me back a couple days later. Like, hey, man, we're going to meet. You know what I'm saying? We're going to meet on, on Wednesday night, bro. I'm like, my nigga, I work. You know what I'm saying? Like, she literally gave us this time during our scheduled time to work, right? You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. We got class on Tuesday and Thursday. Let's do this thing on Tuesday and Thursday. So, fast forward, we get to the, to the uh, you know, the, the, the park. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, hey, this man can't, he can't be here for this day. Let's go ahead and do it. You know, and we're going to, you know, just say, hey, here's your part. This is what you do. I show up to the product, to the presentation, kill it. You know what I'm saying? Everything's great. Whole presentation was great. Everything's good. Whole team did well. I get, I hear back from my professor after the fact. She said, "Hey, you know, um, I heard you wasn't you wasn't uh, making no effort to uh, be a part of the group. You know what I'm saying? I heard that from your team leader. So uh, you're gonna fail the project." I felt like, damn, Wait, bro, like this whole big nigga right here. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> And this man just was wait, like, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, just put me under the what? bus. Wait, you know what I'm, saying? I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Can you go back to where your professor had cut off? <laughs> and all her was in work. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> run it back, run it back. Run it back okay. a little bit. So, <laughs> so we get, you know what I'm saying? We do the presentation. The presentation's good. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I, I, wasn't going, I obviously couldn't make it because I was working. You know what I'm saying? But hey, they told me what my part was going to be. Like, this is what you need to do. Whoop de whoop. 
this was a professor who very much valued group feedback and how everybody was performing within the group. Now, me, somebody who was there, they won. Nobody wasn't even there with you, bro. Like, I was like one of two people who showed up for you that first day. Then, you know, you start making these accommodations for people, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, so because I wasn't able to make it on a Wednesday, because obviously I worked, you know that. You closed my home, but you literally came to my job before. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you should understand this. This man literally tells the professor, like, hey, man, this man didn't even show up to, to the, to the uh, preparation. You know what I'm saying? Like, like didn't even, wasn't even there when we was planning to stay out. So the professor takes that and gives me a failing grade for that particular project. Oh, hell you know what I'm saying? And this, and this ain't even, this ain't just like a classmate. This is somebody, you know what I'm saying? Supposed to be like, this is like, you know, you got those associates, right? You know what I'm saying? Like those people who like, in your group of friends and shit, you know, you see them, you got them up, you know, y'all, y'all let the kickbacks together and all that shit. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, so it, it really threw me off. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know what I mean? And, and, and bro still tries that, like, we cool to this day. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, that, that, that's obviously not the case. But you know, I, I think this is just one of those situations where, I look at that as like a, a, a act, an act of being an Uncle Tom because you are literally trying to, you know, prop yourself up, right, and make yourself look good to this professor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and you wouldn't to throw somebody else under the bus in order to do that. Well, that's where I kind of feel that that label uh, definitely applies. I concur. Yeah. Um, I concur. But yeah, yeah I ain't gonna be cordial with that friend though, child. I still remember. I forgive you for my spirit, but I ain't gonna forget, y'all. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's, it, it, it's been a wrap. But yeah, man, crazy stuff, bro. Crazy stuff. Oh well. So, uh, yeah, man, the Uncle Tom's. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. We can we can really deep dive into that, y'all. Yeah, we 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 can. Uh, but um, yeah, we'll we'll just it's Black History Month. Yep. Hey, that's too that's too much. Uh, <laughs> too much. Uh, you know, of course, here on the podcast, we we are equal opportunists, so we'll we'll talk about black people as much as we'll talk about the translucence. But uh. That's enough uh, for Black History Month to go the, the deep dive. <laughs> so, I love these nicknames, but, but <laughs> oh yeah, translucent is a, oh. a white person, yeah, because it's clearer than clear. Trying to think of other snow something. Snow. Oh, snow, oh snow, roaches. snow roaches, snow fleas, yeah, albino snow roaches. And now the, the mayonnaise community. Oh yeah, community, yeah. Charles, it's, it's so um, many. Yeah. Shout out to all our listeners who are. Yes! Right. <laughs> we love y'all. It's all, it's it's all love. It's all love. It's all um, love. <laughs> uh, so, if you have any uh, Uncle Tom stories, mm. uh, please tread lightly, uh, all <laughs> listeners. <laughs> but uh, uh, please email us at weirdawkwardcool at gmail.com. Uh, now for the cool. Yes. So we have uh, we have uh, two shout outs. You know, uh, shout out to the black woman, uh, Brianna. Brianna. Child, don't ask me. <laughs> Brianna <laughs> Daniels. Like Brianna, and, but uh, you know, black people like to remix names. So Brianna. Okay. We don't know. And uh, <laughs> Tiffany Hainsworth. So uh, what what these what these uh black women do? 
Yeah. So, um, these two black women um, are making history. Um, so, going back to Brianna, Brianna Chai, I apologize, um, but she is making history as a first woman, first black woman, excuse me, first black woman hired as a member of a NASCAR pit crew. She's 27. She didn't even think about even, you know, joining the the corporation of NASCAR. <laughs> um, she was actually a senior at Norfolk State. Um, and then she got a random chance to be a, a, a tryout for a pit crew. And she loved it ever since. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and so, um, yeah, she's going to be uh, part of the, the Daytona race, whenever that pops open for people. But um, she she's going to do great. So Yeah. Shout out to her. You know, that's, that's, that's dope, you know. Yes. Um, and then, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> um, also making history. Um, another black woman. Um, what's her name? Ch- no offense. Tiffany it looked like uh, T'Challa at first. That's her name. Okay, I thought it was okay. No. Oh, sorry. Child, uh, Lord help me. Tiffany Hinesworth. I thought her name was T'Challa because I saw her brand. Her brand name is T Capri Tequila. And she is the first black woman to solely own a tequila brand. Um, she was actually a government employee for almost 30 years. And then an accident changed her life. Um, and she decided to uh, look into spirits. And now she has a, um, she started working behind, I'm sorry. She started working behind uh, farmers and harvesting agave plants. And child, now she got her own. Her own tequila brand, and it's sold all across uh, Maryland. She probably got a website. She do. Um, so right now, I guess shout outs to her. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's support. What's the name of it? One more time. T Capri Tequila. Ah, all right, all right. <laughs> T Capri Tequila. Right. That's it. Everybody's support. Uh, yeah. Now, lastly, uh, you know, since this is a crossover, usually uh, from self love, we would end with a, uh, you know, a herb that uh, that DJ would, would uh, enlighten us with. So, uh, would you like to enlighten us with a herb this week? All brother? right. Yeah, man, no doubt. Um, so, um, this week, I'm going to hit y'all with. Uh, this is another one of my favorites. Um, you may have heard of a uh, red clover. So this one um, is traditionally seen as a hot and dry herb, um, but it's really taken to you know clear chronic toxicity, um, and it's you know really great for uh, skin problems like acne, boils, eczema, psoriasis, uh, things of that nature. It's kind of uh, it has like a mild like laxative kind of you know um, <laughs> action, but you know it's not nothing, nothing too major. But it, it works to detoxify you, so that's why that obviously that uh, mechanism uh, you know occurs within your system. Um, I think one of my favorite uh, parts uh, or aspects of this particular herb is its use for uh, for women and, and women women trouble. So um, it's it's great for uh, you know anything 
um, you know, regarding, uh, you know, uh, menopausal symptoms, uh, and it's also great for, uh, you know, symptoms, you know, when, uh, you know, you're going through your cycle. So, um, this particularly helps with, you know, things such as, you know, uh, you know, different types of uh, cramping, um, different types of discomfort. It's great, uh, as far as cleansing a lot of these toxins from your body that creates things like, uh, you know, PCOS, fibroid, um, you know, endometriosis, things of that nature. Um, so it's really one that I like to, uh, to point people, uh, particularly women in, in the direction of because it's, it's a lot of these types of herbs aren't really discussed enough. Uh, when we're talking about, you know, uh, keeping, uh, you know, keeping your, your health maintained and, 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 you know, keeping yourself comfortable because a lot of these things, they cause a lot of discomfort. Um, so, you know, um, it's, uh, it has a strong estrogen activity and that, um, is one of the reasons why it works to kind of balance that out. Um, but it, it is not necessarily recommended during pregnancy because that mechanism, it hasn't been studied enough, uh, to determine whether or not that might have a, an effect. Uh, you know, on, on, on a baby. So just out of safety, you know, I, I wouldn't recommend it at that particular time. But otherwise, it's something that I, I would definitely suggest, um, you know, and it's not just for women. Men can take it as well. Cause that, as I said, you know, earlier, it also is great for the skin, great for psoriasis, great for acne. Um, but it's very versatile. And um, it's just one, you know, I try to, I try to, you know, uh, you know, shed a little light on just because I, I don't feel like it, it's talked about uh, nearly enough. So great for me. I'll check it out. Wait, what's the name of it again? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be Red Clover. Red Clover. Red Clover. Oh, Red Clover. 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 Hey, also, you said <laughs> you also said that it's great for skin and also for detoxifying. So, does make you boo boo? <laughs> I mean, a, a little bit. It's not one of the stronger ones at doing that, but it, it also uh, is a good source of just rejuvenation and vitalizing yourself. Iron is another big thing. Women, use, women actually lose a lot of iron, yes. um, you know, uh, throughout the menstrual cycle. So, you know, it really helps to replenish that. And people don't really understand is how valuable iron is, particularly the organic form of it in, in plant form. Not, you know, like the, the supplement is, is okay, but you're not really getting that in an organic way that your body is able to ingest naturally. Um, so you're never getting that full effect that you would from the plant compound. So that's just, you know, another benefit. Um, so, you know, I always, man, I, I'm, I'm, when it comes to these herbs, man, I just, I, I, I just get into it so much, man, and I, I, I become passionate about it just because I feel like it's just, it's such a, not, it's not hidden because people know about it a little bit, but I just don't think it's nearly, um, I don't think it's nearly uh, discussed enough. So, hmm. um, I'm sorry. One more, one more question. I'm done. I'll say my piece. Um, <laughs> so, how do you take this? Can you take it like tea form, or do you take it like crushed up? Like how? Great how? Question. What's the best way to take it? Um, so, great question. I would say the best way. Um, I like it in tea form just because it is one of the, not every herb tastes good, but this is one that does. <laughs> so yep, uh, yep, when, it, yep, when it tastes yep. good, yeah, I say, I say take it in tea because the tea is one of the best ways to ingest any herb. But if it tastes good, I would try to drink the tea. Um, but you can also get red clover as a tincture. Um, you can grind it up, you know, put it in a capsule form as well. So you got options, but if, it, if it's not a bitter, I usually try to steer people towards it. Okay. 
All right. Now learn something today. All right. All right. Uh, DJ, um, thank you so much. What you have a, a, a herbal little, little uh, you have a company. Yeah, uh, you, you yeah, shout out your business. Yeah, man. Um, you know, uh, Alkalinity um, is, 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 is the company. Um, you know, it's uh, Alkalinity with the EA at the end, you know, for tea. Um, and, you know, we uh, we do uh, obviously various herbal teas, herbal capsules, herbal tinctures, a lot of things we've talked about today. Um, you know, that that's that's something, uh, you know, CMOS, all, all that stuff is available. Uh, yeah. Detox packages. So, hey, you know, uh, definitely give us a shout. We're on Twitter, uh, Alkalinity LLC, also on the gram, same handle, you know what I'm saying? Just getting started on the gram, so, you know, just be a little patient. But, um, yeah, man, you know, so definitely give us a shout, man. Check us out, you know, hit us a follow, and, uh, you know, we, uh, we available. You know? So, we out here, I'm, man. You know what I'm saying? I'll buy me some. I'll buy me some red Kroger slash red clover tea. Um, <laughs> red Kroger. <laughs> I'm going to call it I'm going to think of red Kroger every time. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that's that's our show. Uh, any, anybody got anything else? You know, um, child, um, watch uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, watch uh, that. It, it's a great film overall. Like we said, um, just you know, don't watch it at night. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm John. Um. I am going to be drinking some red Kroger tea. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and uh, we we have Shanna Banana here. She's, yeah, she's here technical in difficulties, but she she is here in spurt. Uh, and we got our man DJ, uh, also of the um, from the South with Love podcast. Appreciate y'all for having me. Man. Yeah, thank you for coming. Thank, thank you for coming. You. And this is Weird Awkward Cool. Y'all have a great day. Bye.